0: Hi everybody, I'm Tori Robinson and we have an unplanned Epilepsy Sparks Insights Ukraine special. With the war, there are indirect casualties. People in Ukraine cannot access their epilepsy medications and those who used to have controlled epilepsy are now having seizures, status epilepticus and some are dying. We bring you news on what is happening right now. Thank you so much for joining us, bloody (laughs) Aritonov, <laughs> yes, that, you did right. It. <laughs> <laughs> Vladimir, please introduce yourself to everybody. Tell us what you do, where you are right now, and what's going on for
1: you. Uh, okay, so I'm a pediatric neurologist, pediatric psychiatrist. I'm a head of a uh, psychiatry chi- child psychiatry department in Kiev uh, hospital uh, with the name of Clinical Hospital uh, Psychiatry. So I'm in the hospital now. Uh, And uh, as far as you can uh, understand, uh, uh, I'm doing, I'm treating children with mental diseases, with epilepsy, and so Um, on.
0: And how have things changed since the commencement of the invasion and the start of the war?
1: This this situation uh, got worse dramatically. Uh, Our patients are running out of uh, anti drug supplies, and we are trying to help by any means, uh, trying to uh, organize the, and we already organized the network, uh, which starts in Poland with our Polish friends and colleagues. Like Piotr Zwalinski and Lukasz Sosnowski, uh, and then we organized the hub in Lviv, and we invited the beautiful young doctors Jana <laughs> Martininka and Olha Tychkivska. They are magnificent. They work so hard to help people. They send. They got uh, the drugs from all over the world, uh, which. Uh, uh, Dr. Zvalinsky uh, organized and sent to Lviv, and from Lviv we uh, sent uh, like convoys to different parts of Ukraine, wow. uh, in, also in Kyiv, but also to the uh, areas which already invaded by Russians.
0: Wow, how do you do that as safely as possible? Like if oh, you've got tried... like special armored convoys or something? Yes,
1: we try to to uh, involve uh, special uh, armed uh, convoys or Red Cross. Okay. Uh, we already sent uh, the convoy to Slavyansk, to Donetsk region, mm-hmm. to Chernihiv, uh, to Poltava, and um, uh, uh, Kirograd. Uh, now wow. it's Trapivnitsky.
0: Gosh, and so, I mean, just give us an example of, uh, you know, a couple of your patients and how this is affect, how the war has and is affecting them right now.
1: Oh, they're calling me every day. I, I got like a uh, hundred calls uh, and asking to help with anti-epileptic drugs. Many of them trying to reduce reduce dosage just to stay with anti-epileptic drugs. So it's quite a sad story, I would say. Uh, Some of them are moving to the western part of Ukraine or abroad. And uh, also they call me from, I I got calls from Germany, from Spain, uh, and they ask, they still ask my, uh, ask (laughs) questions uh, Uh, how to adjust medication, you know, some love, some (laughs) just asking for help. Oh,
0: the thing is, when you get a neurologist or psychiatrist that you trust, despite being in another country, you want to speak to them or speak to Evidently, you. That's yeah. so. But so you're, you've mentioned a couple of the the people that you're working with. You're real supporters of them, and I'll provide um, links to all of this. By the way, everybody below this recording. Um, who else have you been working with? Obviously, there's a limited size of a team. Who else are you working with? Yeah,
1: I also organize the small hub here in Kiev, and uh, I, I, I have a psychologist, a pediatric psychologist, uh, with me. Uh, he is also a very efficient guy, uh, and uh, also the authority of the hospital where I work. Uh, also, they are the heroes, I would say. Yeah, especially my director. It's it's not that I, I I'm trying to get some points, but he <laughs> he is a hero in reality. He stayed in, in the hospital. He is organizing the work of the hospital and we have lots of i I don't i I won't tell you how many patients we have because it's a secret uh Mm. but uh, we help uh, a lot in in the hospital Uh, Mm. and also i uh uh, answer uh, or organize online help to many many patients uh, from all over ukraine uh, as a psychiatrist, pediatric psychiatrist, as the uh, pediatric neurologist uh, and the epileptologist,
0: oh my God, you must have like the most I don't know I, I I always get worried like that I've got missing brain tissue, but you it's like you need you must I don't know how you keep all this information in your head. It's amazing that you're doing uh, all this stuff.
1: I don't know it's it's because it's interesting for me, you know the brain it's a very it's mysterious mysterious thing and uh, it's really hard to split brain for neurology and for say, psychiatry and as far as you know our patient for uh, let's say uh, epilepsy patient they have both like epilepsy and many other mental problems and mental diseases so it it helps me to 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 help them uh, more mo- more and more in in many instances
0: that's such a good point you make because I'm speaking to so many people from around the world it, that generally an experience well is frequently you see a neurologist and what is looked at solely is the epilepsy and your seizures but in yeah. fact it's a lot more than that right and yes. we would rather ideally have whatever issues you've got addressed simultaneously um, because there's no point in solely having controlled seizures if you feel terrible mentally. So yeah. Yeah. I know personal experience. So no, it's fantastic you're doing that. And also mm-hmm. another thing that we mentioned was, well, it's to be expected that more people are going to develop epilepsy as a result of the war and injury, and yeah. also um, other types of seizures. Could you tell us about that, please?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, many of them uh, will have seizures due to head trauma. And it's quite you know, frequent now because of the war. Uh, And some of them will have the so-called pseudo seizures, which uh, is the result of of the stress factors. This is a kind of reaction of the mind to stressors. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the most uh, hard uh, to diagnose situation when the person with real epileptic seizures is having the pseudo-seizures. Yeah, This is a really tricky situation, and we, we do need to be a specialist to differentiate this because uh, you can help this patient, uh, and uh, otherwise, if you don't see the pseudo-seizures, you will increase the dosage, and you will end up with intoxication.
0: Thank you. Yes, yeah, so as the chap, no doubt you know Sandor Benicski, and he was talking from ILAE um, in Denmark, and he was talking about how, at least in the past, he thought a, a, it was estimated approximately uh, 30% of people diagnosed with epilepsy didn't have epilepsy. Yeah, and that is true. a scary number of people.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my, my practice is uh, just a magnet for them. Yeah, you know they're coming and i i i just and people sending me a video a home video and everything and you just look at the, at the video and in many cases you you can guess that this is a pseudo seizure
0: I saw somebody on t v in the u k um there was and actually this was initially shown um by um uh, by the aforementioned and it was a person having a seizure in a ANE a- a- in the UK and okay I'm no neurologist or psychiatrist yeah. but I thought that doesn't look right that's really yeah. strange yeah. and then this person but was given anti-seizure medications automatically and he wasn't he didn't have epilepsy he was having these pseudo seizures yeah. and it made him worse obviously so yeah. it's really important that we can distinguish between but in the this two.
1: situation one should be a very good very uh, wise physician because uh, there, there was a study that showed that among 100 patients with pseudo seizures diagnosed 30% had uh, real seizures. So right. this is the other side.
0: Oh, and so, so I imagine this situa- this ongoing situation, which is not yet improving, um, situation is not a word for it, but in Ukraine is um, we're gonna have more and more people, as we before mentioned, di- diagnosed with epilepsy and indeed experienced trauma. So develop this other type of seizures, yeah. is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we uh, now we perform because the number of our patients is uh, changing because some, some of them uh, just leave the country. And, mm. and now for children, we calculated uh, the approximate uh, numbers, 1,000 children who really need anti-epileptic drugs uh, in Ukraine now.
0: Yeah, it's not something that can be put off for two weeks. These are drugs that we need yesterday. Yes,
1: Yes. so you can imagine how desperately we need this help, how desperately we need the anti-seizure medication for for those poor children.
0: Yeah, and also it's the children, yes, of course, but also their mums and dads, their families, who are having to see their child just... Well, as you mentioned before, sometimes go into status epilepticus, and there will be deaths from this if yeah. there haven't been already, right?
1: Yes, and <laughs> this is also the same situation, but, but because we should have these uh, drugs, who will uh, we, which will stop uh, the epileptic status epilepticus, like diazepam rectal uh, midazol, midazolam, and so on. Uh, we also need this type of drugs for, for these children.
0: So what are your what are you actually doing at the moment when you don't have these drugs?
1: Oh, I'm trying to find these drugs <laughs> and I'm trying to uh, we, we already got four convoys in, in my Ooh. hospital we do have some drugs and we distribute distribute these drugs among our patients. And for now, I'm trying to share, you know, I'm not giving uh, for this patient the uh, drug for for a month, but for two weeks. You see, and, uh, yeah. hoping that we will get some more drugs uh, in the meantime.
0: So for people who are not in Ukraine and listening or watching this, just to put things into perspective, and this makes me feel awful, but... I went to pick up my anti seizure medications just yesterday. I walked 20 minutes from my house and I walked back. Nice weather, all was calm, da 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 da. And um, I'm fine. Yeah. And it's, we're only a flight away from you. You are, it's like you're just a few hours away. Yeah. Yet things are so different. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um. Yeah. So, could you tell us what's going on um with the organizations with whom you're working please
1: oh so uh, our organization is uh, you mean ukrainian league against epilepsy uh works very efficiently at at least efficient as so efficient as we could do uh we try to get these anti-epileptic drugs we are Discussing, let's say yesterday we had the discussion with Spanish uh, Epilepsy Society. We have the permanent contact with International League uh, Against Epilepsy with President Helen Cross. Uh, We're trying to engage everybody who can help our patients with drugs, with uh, food, with supplies, with money, whatever.
0: I'm no doubt that you've been communicating with them since the start. What's your, what's your, what are your expectations through these relationships?
1: We do expect that we will get uh, anti- anti-epileptic drugs and uh, uh, from all, some of these organizations, they also uh, propose to send the uh, equipment, some kind of equipment to Ukraine. So we are also uh, making a plans for a long run, like not only as uh, getting anti-seizure medication, but also to organize the, uh, um, you know, uh, equipment, uh, working uh, to di- diagnostic part of this uh, right. for epilepsy.
0: Yeah, because di- new diagnosis is not going to go away, new onsets yeah. of epilepsy and seizures. and um, So... We expect to see an increase in cases of epilepsy due to injury. We also expect to see an increase yes. in cases of psychiatric illness due to, you know, PTSD or anxiety, depression, people's loss, and just everything that's going on. Um, so, are you working with any uh, psychiatric organisations to help from that perspective?
1: Oh yeah, I'm working in the psychiatric hospital.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so who else is psychiatric
1: there? Department as as far as you know, it is there.
0: Yeah, but I, what I mean is, sorry, what I mean is like, are any other, or do you even need other people from other countries to contribute? Yes,
1: we also need anti antipsychotic drugs, anti-depress, antidepressants, uh, and so on and so forth. I mean, the whole range of uh, <laughs> psychiatric, uh, the drugs for psychiatric diseases, because okay. it's it's useless to treat only epilepsy.
0: Thank as you.
1: as we already agreed, right?
0: Right, exactly. If if you know, if I didn't have my psychiatric medications, yeah. I would be having way more seizures. And yes, that's yes. you know that, and that's so common. And,
1: and psychologists as well. As well, we engage psychologists, and you know that the physical training also improves the situation with seizures and the psycho- psychological state also. So we're trying to organize the full range of, of help here in in this hospital
0: that's amazing uh, oh gosh i don't know how you're doing it all so if our listeners um or our viewers want to help contribute in any way whether they be clinicians academic patients families um people from anywhere else in the world what can they do
1: oh they uh, uh, on the uh, website of ukrainian league against epilepsy we already uh put the uh, whole information of our organization and also we have the charitable fund there Mm -hmm. Uh, so we also can uh, accept uh, donations uh, and um, uh, seizure medication uh, and uh, equipment uh, anything
0: anything and if anybody is listening and you know, you don't feel comfortable or literally don't want to donate anything, what you can do is just spread the message. Just share this recording with other people and you just tap on the or bash the door down of of your pharma company and uh, the one you use and your politicians to get the message out there. Um, Reminders, you know, you guys are down the road from us. This is an issue that is not going away. People need their drugs, their care, um, their therapy, the machines, everything now. And also, we, uh, in addition, we must keep in mind that both short and long term, actually, that we need to be concerned about the health of clinicians because there's a lot on your plate, like a crazy amount on your plate right now. Um, Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been like... You know what, we're talking about awful things, but this has been an uplifting conversation. So thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay, it's, it's been my pleasure to talk to you.
0: To help save the lives of the people in Ukraine, please put pressure on your politicians and pharma companies. Tell them that Ukraine, just a few hours travel from us, needs anti-seizure medications yesterday and that they must provide them. See links to people in the recording in the text below and on the website torirobinsoncom epilepsy hyphen sparks insights. Thank you.